Hey everybody, welcome to the Running Moonshot Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob. I'm Lydia. And I'm Paul. The Running Moonshot Podcast is a show dedicated to building, gathering, and sharing inspiration for marathon training and running. And we're excited to be together again. I know, it seems like it's been forever. You know why it seems like that? Because it has been? Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. So Um, we have... We have a special guest today that, um, newbie, newbie to the podcast, Miss Kristen Woyak. You'll be, I'm excited to hear what she has to say. She's a good friend, good runner, lots of, um, PRs this year, hardworking mom with a job. Yep. So she's putting in some work. And Kristen has been the one that's almost been, um almost like didn't want to say out loud she was really trying you know like one of those she just like she's always the joyful one she's always fun and happy and I think she kind of internally got a little serious and something switched and all of a sudden it was like a we started seeing these track times and it was like whoa what's happening yeah (laughs) yeah that's true yeah, it's and so then fun. we have um, a podcast sponsor. We do. Yes. Tell us more. So Zuma Race Races is sponsoring us, and they do a bunch of women-only races across the U.S. Um, right now, they have Amelia Island, which is a small little community beach town here right near northeast florida right near jacksonville um and then they do cape cod which is in september october is the one here in amelia um and they're going to be adding uh wine country texas and bermuda in 2024 bermuda yes and so they're sponsoring us for any of our listeners that you can use PRS 2023 for 20% off any of their races. Um, they also help with um, hotels. They tell you anything from the ritzy, glamorous uh, hotels like Ritz Carlton to, you know, more of a budget friendly hotel. Um, and they have a mimosa station post race with free massages photos so it's like a full-on female girls weekend get together that's 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 amazing if you haven't done any of their races they're awesome like it's a perfect race to take your girlfriends they just it's like women weekend they they have like paul said they have the mimosas the medals are awesome like it's it's a very glamorous kind kind of race um super fun i've done it multiple times Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks to them. For- and you're actually going to see us out there. We we are going to take our podcast on the road and start interviewing people. So look at us at Cape Cod in September and uh, obviously Amelia Island in, uh, in October. Sounds awesome. Um, what else? What else is new? Well, Jacob, I want to ask because you know you <laughs> called us today and said you're um, you you might need to go to the emergency room. Like, I've what happened? Been on the struggle bus. Um, I've been out for a couple weeks. Well, 
like two weeks because my hip, which is doing much better, um, <clears throat> but it was an aggravated hip because of a weak um, hip, but um, weak glute. glute. So I've been trying to go to the gym and. Um, but tell the listeners what you did today on that week. I'm going hip. to. I'm going to. So I've been trying to like work on strength training. And I wanted to do something more than just go to like LA Fitness by myself. I wanted like direction. And I know we've had Anthony on and he has an awesome gym, but it's like 45 minutes from my job and I'm just not going to go at night and miss family time and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I found this place in Jack's Beach similar to that one. I've went once. I've gone twice. Went on Monday. I've been sore like all week. It was like chest and abs day. <laughs> And then today I went, it's legs day, right? I do 10 squats with a deadlift or with, um, what's that called? Dumbbell. Dumbbell. No, barbell. Oh, barbell. Okay. Um, and then we're doing box jumps. Box jumps on a baby hip. But now hold on, hold on, Jacob. How, how tall was the box? Not, t- no, nothing extraordinary. I'm okay. like, I'm not trying to be like annoying. I'm very not cocky when I go there. I'm not yeah, doing I'm a lot of weights. I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah. It, it was nothing impressive at all. I did it, I think when I went the first time, I did them on a higher box and I did 40 of them. No, okay. no problem. And just today I jumped once and in midair, I felt like my stomach ripped away from my Spine. body. It, it hurt. I, ha- I don't think I've felt instant acute pain like that um, before. I had to go, out, like, there's a garage door. I, like, hunched down underneath it, and I went out, and I was just, like, leaning on a tire, like, pouring sweat. I thought I was going to throw up, maybe pass out. It was did anyone, come, did anyone come check on you? No, I went back in, and I talked to yeah. the coach. I don't think you saw it happen. It's like... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's like definitely hurting less as the day goes on. But it, it, I, I tried calling Paul right away. I tried calling Lydia. I tried calling some friends. I wasn't calling my wife because she was at the beach with our kids. And I, it wasn't like a legit emergency, I didn't think. But <laughs> it was, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think it's maybe just an ab strain. Well, let's hope. <clears throat> but so you I know, you're like, glad you didn't go to the ER. I mean, if the pain I originally felt would have persisted persisted for five, ten more minutes, I would, would have been have in the ER. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I don't know. Well, well, we're glad you're not, you know, in that much pain. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of just, um, my running is like Debbie Downer. I don't know. I have like 187 miles for the year so far. Not not where i was hoping i would be after such a good year last year but you so got plenty of time shot? you got plenty of time to go you got plenty what, of time to go. what's your moonshot for 2023 well, now it's just to get healthy i mean i would love to do a good a great marathon in the fall okay slash winter but paul what's like, your moonshot for 2023 
I think I've made it pretty obvious. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be times anymore because, you know, I'm old and yeah, that's not going to happen. But I still want to break three for the marathon, which won't be Boston. But um, that's a goal, a mutual goal. And then, obviously, I want to do some Masters track and field. I think I want to get out there and run a 440 mile on the track and feel like I'm in the thick of it and trying to Where's the closest or where's a good event that you're going to do it? Well, I was thinking about UNF, but there's all the college kids and I don't think they have a a race that's slow enough, to be honest. I mean, I Mm -hmm. think they're all running like low fours, if not under. So it's probably going to have to be a true Masters track race, which I looked the other day and there's one in Orlando. Unfortunately, it's in the middle of the summer. Uh, I think it's in June. Um, You should still do it. I might do it, but I just won't do a long, long race. I'll probably just do the mile. Yeah. But that's that's kind of the goal. Um, they have national champs in this year. I think it's somewhere like Kentucky or something. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying that I'm going to do it, but if I feel like I can run a 440 and a, you know, 5K and, you know, 1650, then, then I might consider doing it. So... Cool. Lydia? What's your moonshot, Lid? To do a good half marathon. You need to pick up your microphone. To do a good half marathon. What does good stand mean? I mean, I want to break. I want to break 120, but I don't know that it's not. I'm not uh, past my prime to do that, but that would be amazing. If not, at least back in the low 120s. Your PR is what? 120, 50. So it's like the one it. barrier that I feel like I have not broken yeah. that I really want to break. I mean, my yeah. 5K time is seventeen twelve, but I, I don't, that I, I've, I'm very happy with that. So I don't have, feel like I can chase sub 17, but sub 120, I just feel like I should have been able to do that already. So it's kind of annoying. It still hangs out there. So, and you'll wait until the fall to do that. I'll try to just, whenever I feel like I'm really fit, sign up for one. We'll probably travel somewhere and do it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, there's no, I was talking with Lydia about half the other day. There's no great ones anymore in Florida no. this year. Yeah, I mean, once this you get past February, you just can't, I mean, it's just going to be too hot anyway. Yeah. So I would have to travel. I mean, you know me, I can't run if it's under 50, over 50 degrees. So. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, um, we have our guest who's about to hop on. Anything else before Kristen joins us? No, I'm excited to talk to her. She's fun. I have one more thing I want to talk about, and that will be Uh-oh. before she comes on. You know, we've got to talk about our friend Josh. Josh, 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 Josh. What? Done it? No, never mind. We can We can cut it out. I was just going to make fun of him because you know he listens. But yeah, make fun of him. Maybe he might listen for sure, <laughs> but, def- but definitely, but maybe, for sh- maybe, maybe, maybe. We, we love you, Josh. All I was going to say was, do you think he's past his on again, off again, sore, not sore? Um, he said he felt good today other than, well, first of all, in our running circle, I want everybody to know that from a month ago when I said my ears itched, <laughs> both of you, Kristen, who are about to have on, Josh, me, 
have all had a little like, oh, we're dying for a week. You know what? And my ears did not itch. It just started with the itchy ears and you didn't believe me. Yeah, fair enough. Um, But all that to say, we love Josh. We do. Please delete this part. We'll see. I'll see how it feels. Okay, now let's um let's have on our friend Kristen. I love it. Let's go. Don't be so rude. Kristen, you've got to hear the latest. She already I knows. heard. Oh. He may have he may have broken himself during a box jump. I have a lot of thoughts on that. Blah blah. Hey everybody, welcome our good friend Kristen Wizoyak. <laughs> Hi. It's Woyak. I'll start over. It's, it's Woyak, like boy. Serious, Jacob. This is Woyak. a real podcast. I feel like I have snacks in my braces. All right. No, I'm no one else except us can see it, so you're good. Okay. I might do a screenshot. I'm gonna start it over. I gotta be serious. I can't look at you. Ready? What's your problem? Go. <clears throat> Are you all ready or not? We're ready. Can you do this? Can you handle it? Yeah. You got any more snot to clear? Are we good? I'm good. Disgusting. <laughs> okay, everybody, welcome to the podcast. Our good friend, Kristen Wojak. Hi. <laughs> put in a, Hi I'm going to put in an applause track. <laughs> Nice of you to join us, Kristen. We're glad to have you on. It's, it's been, an honor. Uh, it's been a whole like eight hours since we've seen your face, but no, that's not know. true. Didn't, I didn't run today. Didn't run oh, actually, morning. it's been. It's been oh shoot! Yeah. That's right. You didn't come this. It's morning. been over a day. Why didn't you come this? Why didn't you come this morning? Because I was off work today, so I got all my miles in and slept in. She told us like yesterday yeah. she was, or she told Stephanie I I yesterday. To I planned for that. I wanted her to say it on the podcast. Oh. So how many miles are you doing for the week right now? Um, like 43, 45. Nice. Yeah. Okay. For our listeners, we have been very excited to have Kristen on the podcast. Um, we'll get into it a little bit, oh, a lot more in the next little bit, but We've all kind of watched Kristen in the last, prob- well, just this season, have a, a big breakthrough. She's We've seen her over the last year or two making progress consistently, kind of just in the background, like consistently doing the work. And then this year it was kind of just a lot of eyes on Kristen, just every week doing really, really well, breaking new PRs. And so we've been very excited to talk to her about how that happened, what's changed, what's made her excited. Um, I think we've all seen she's just been very happy this running season, um, which isn't surprising that that's when she started making all these PRs. So very excited to talk to you, Kristen. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to be here. What? (laughs) Just tell us a little bit about yourself when you started running, and then we'll we'll get more into like the last two years a little bit more in depth. Okay. You want me to tell you about myself? Yeah. Okay. Please do. Please do. Um, I did not grow up running. Are you having a beer right now? Oh no, my I gosh. To, I have to be on, 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 in the social zone. Okay. I did not grow up, um, 
athletic. I don't know what word to use. I, I did sports when I was like young, young, but I didn't run in, in high school. I was a dancer. So running was never really on my radar. I would run like a mile. Like when I went to Florida State, I would go to the gym and do some stuff like whatever and run a mile. That was it. So I was big into the gym for years. I ran Trinity Fitness. A lot of people know that. And I knew a lot of people in PRS. I was good friends with Erica Sharp and and that whole girl gang. And so after having my second daughter, I just kind of felt lost in motherhood and just needed something to a goal that was mine or just something to do that was mine. So I just kind of randomly joined PRS and said I was going to do the Donna half and get a hat at gate. And then that was kind of going to be it. And I would show up to track in long runs only. Like, I just thought that's all you guys did. I didn't realize people were running other days <laughs> at all. That's so, funny. so, yeah. And then I was running like a 30 minute 5k when I joined and that was in 2019. And then what did you just run? Um, two weeks ago or your PR 1953. Dang. Yeah. Um, so I feel like we always talk about on here how like the, like the number isn't necessarily, or it's not the most important thing or like your race result doesn't necessarily define you. Sure. But I think what everybody in the club or yeah, everybody in our running club has seen like in the past two years is like some kind of like switch flipped. Is that accurate? Mm -hmm. Do you think? Not in the last two years, in the last like eight months, maybe even less. So what do you attribute attribute that to? Um, A few different things. I think physically, like if we just take, all the mental, emotional, all of that stuff out of the picture and just talk physically. I think the years of strength training gave me a really good base of fitness and strength and power. And then just finally the years of running kind of met the strength training. And I felt like the fitness combined, if that makes sense. So physically, I think that plays a role. Mentally, I don't know. I used to have race anxiety and like, oh my gosh, why can't I run as fast as other people? I don't even want to do it. I just want to train. I don't want to race. I wasn't enjoying it. And then one day, like I just had this mental switch that just went off and I was like, why not me? Why do I set limits on myself? Why do I think that these numbers are so unattainable for me, but other people can reach them? And so when, when was that series of like five K's where you, when was it like where you kept going out, going out to get under 22? And I couldn't. Yeah. That was, yeah. that was last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I finally got it at Matanzas. So it was like this time last year. Oh, okay. Well, I took a break. I think I did it for a while and I got so like, this isn't even fun anymore because I kept missing that goal. I was trying to get under 22 and I was like, I don't even want to race. I took a few months off racing and then... Like almost a year off racing. A while, yeah. And then I came back to it at Matanzas and got 21.59. Yeah. And I was like, this is it. I've reached it. Like, I am incredible. Going back to what you said, though, about like the years of strength training and and fitness, just like in general, I think that that's something that can get lost on runners. Like I've heard a lot of professional runners and like other people just 
not professional runners, talk about you forget to just be an athlete. And I think that, you know, doing the strength training and, and all of that just makes you a better athlete. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that I think, like, when I see you run, like, you just look athletic. You And I don't mean by the way your physical appearance is, although your physical appearance does too. But just, like, the way you're moving, the way you can, like, bring your legs through and, like, your your knee drive, all of that stuff. Like, I think that, like, I think that that has been a big part of your success mm-hmm. is that you're just an all-around really good athlete. And I think we can all kind of learn from that, that it's not just, like, one foot in front of the other. Like, it takes a lot more than that for some of us. Yeah. I mean. And I think <clears throat> I got aggressive. And I used to, like – go to races just really focused on me and just, I don't know. I used to toe the line with a very different mindset that I do now. I was hitting really good numbers at track and I was not even near them in races, which drove me nuts. So I finally had the guts to be aggressive in races. And then I was like, Oh, I can be aggressive and I can race. I cannot just run it. I can race. And that's what's been fun. You guys asked about, I act like I'm having fun now. I like to be competitive and that's why I'm having fun now because I'm competing and I'm racing and I'm not just running to say that I ran it, if that makes sense. Um, Competing is fun no matter what it is. Like I'll compete with anybody on anything at any moment and that's fun to me. Do you think that the fact that you had that string of like hitting, like signing up for the race and not breaking 22, signing up for another race, not breaking 22, Mm -hmm. Do you think that kind of helped you in the long run? Like, it's okay to fail? Like, you, like, what's the worst thing that can happen? You do another race? Yeah. Kind of thing? I think so. And it was a, I do not like to fail. I am very driven. I'm very competitive. That was like, it shook me to fail. (laughs) But I think I grew a lot through that. And I learned how to be happy for other people, which not, not that that, in that season, that was that was challenging. People around me were progressing, and I was not, and it was frustrating. You guys remember, I was frustrated. I was like, there was a lot of emotion that went into that, and I definitely came out stronger in a lot of ways. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's very, I think that's very common as just like the progression of a runner. I mean, I went through that too. Like when I started getting fast, it was just like I was – kind of like well, why are they getting faster than I'm getting faster mm-hmm. like we're, we're doing the same thing why are they getting and it's just kind of like you just mature in your journey or whatever you want to call it like it's like you just kind of realize that your time will come mm-hmm. and your time will come. I mean and it came fast yeah and I don't, I don't necessarily think it's the best thing to compare to people but that I am competitive. That's what gets me out of bed at 4.30 is that I like to compete. So, of course, I'm going to be looking at what other people are doing. That's just part of my nature. But, yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's fun to be competitive on race day and then drop it. Yeah. And not let it eat you alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. But I also think you've got to find what gets you up and motivated every morning. And for some people, it is going to be, I'm going to go and kick so-and-so's butt today on the track or (laughs) – you know, whatever, whatever it is. I mean, you've got to find what drives you and what keeps you motivated because running isn't easy, just like a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And just because you can be competitive doesn't mean that after it's all said and done, you can't still be friends or, you know, nice or happy that someone else ran faster than you. It's just what, it, you know, the motivation is what, what keeps us going. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that you're like, 
you know, it almost sounds like before you were kind of not in the race. Like you were almost like watching the race happen around you. And now it's not necessarily if you're competitive, like if she, why can she do it? But it's like, if she can do it, why can't I do exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah. Why can't I be in this race? Why can't I put myself up there? Like they, they started here sometime too. So I think that's a little bit of what I think is switched in your mind mm-hmm. is like, I belong here. Right. You know, like there's no reason I don't, I shouldn't be up here at the front and pushing the pace. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I consider myself a pretty confident person. Like I would walk into any room at any time, but I had some insecurities about running because I felt like I didn't have the experience that a lot of people have, or I don't have the mileage that, you know, I had young kids when I joined the club, I couldn't do 40 miles a week. There was just no way. So I did have some insecurities about that. Like, Oh, you know, I can't attain what they, what they do. So I kind of removed that mindset and that that's made a huge difference for sure like be where you are mm-hmm. it's like put yourself where you are yes do you think you had a fear of failure that was crippling you a little bit for sure or not? definitely I don't like to fail to at all start. yeah and I was very if- intimidated to be aggressive like in a 5k I was very intimidated to be aggressive in mile one because I didn't want my pride to be shot when I fell off that pace yeah. so I've kind of let go of that too like I'm aggressive in mile one now, and I just try to hang on to it. So that made a huge difference. Yeah, I think that's that's something that, you know, I think we're very similar in that, that, like, you study hard, you make a good grade on a test. Mm-hmm. Or you work hard at work, you get a promotion. And running's not always rewarding like that. You can work so mm-hmm. hard, you can be so fit, and then you run a bad race. Right. Or it's just, it's just not like you put in the work and you're going to get the result. That's just not always the case. Um and I think it's like the more you learn, like the more you can learn that it's, it's, it quote gets easier. It's not easy. I don't like to fail either, but it's more accept. You get more accepting of mm-hmm. it, you know, that it's not like you study for a test. So you make an A it's like, well, you train for a race. You still may right. make an a D. Yeah. I feel like I'm at a place now I could walk away from Matanzas. I know you guys said Matanzas. I mean, it felt like a bad race to me because of the way I felt that day. But I still walked away from it knowing what I was capable of. I didn't walk away from it feeling like, ugh, I suck at 5Ks again. I felt like, okay, today just I didn't feel great, but I do know what I'm capable of in the 5K, you know? But isn't it crazy that you didn't feel great and it was still like a minute faster than what you were doing a year ago? Yeah, that's insane. And I can't even wrap my head around that, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us, like, other than you just also had a really great half marathon, which we'll talk about in a minute. Mm -hmm. Tell us, like, what you love about running other than, like, getting a new PR or, like, beating somebody. He wants you to say Jacob, but don't say that. (laughs) I think if you ask anybody that's my friend, they would think that I enjoy the social aspect of running. Like, maybe, no, not above the PRs, but right under it. (laughs) Right under the PRs. Um, And I think that's why I needed it in the season of my life that I started running is I needed a social outlet or I, that's why I stuck with it for sure. Cause I wasn't doing great running wise in the beginning, but I stuck with it because of the relationships. I love that I'm friends with people that I would have never been friends with outside of it. You know, just people that are different than me age wise, different than me culture wise, whatever it may be. Um, yeah. I love that. I always say I feel like in running there's no class. Yeah. There's no like 
you can, I mean, yes, you may have better running shoes, but it's not like you can go to a more expensive golf course or it's like, we all have the same opportunity Mm -hmm. relatively. It's like, I don't know who I'm running with. If they're a, you know, whatever, there's no, there's just no class. It's like, everybody can be friends. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter what you do. It's just like, Mm -hmm. you just learn so much about different people. I'm just convinced. I feel like I've told Jacob this before. I think running creates like a mental animal. Like we are so mentally strong from waking up early, from the mental battles and races and workouts and whatever it may be. I just, I love feeling mentally sharp and mentally strong. And I feel like running has a huge, you know, plays a huge role in that. There's companies that seek out runners to hire. Uh, because it's I was like just going to say that. Yeah, I believe that. If I was hiring people and I saw that they were like in a running club, I'd be like, they do need a nap at 2 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> every day. Yeah. But other than that, they're going to be great employees. Yeah, they're going to be driven. I mean, on Saturday mornings to get wake up and hurt a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, like, there's something a little masochist about it, but, like, yeah. that's, we make that choice. And it's a choice every, every day. I mean, people tell, they tell me, I know they tell you guys the same thing, like, I don't know how you guys wake up every morning and it's just kind of like, well, I can't imagine. It's, there's no other choice. Like, of course I'm going to wake up. I want to, it's the only time I've seen my friends. It's only, it's how I feel good. I'm better at work. I'm a better wife. It's like all the things Mm -hmm. are like better. Yeah. What do your kids think about you running? Do they know? Do they get it? Yeah, they, they, they they know for sure. How old are your kids? I have two girls, Nora's seven and Ivy is four. She'll be five in April. Um, I, I did not grow up with parents that were involved in anything other than being parents. So I really have struggled with the guilt of like finding the right balance of pursuing something that I care about this much and being present at home because I could live, breathe, talk, running all the time. So I've, you know, that's a balancing act that I still haven't found the right, the right spot. I think that's an ongoing process. But yeah, they absolutely know that I run. They love coming out. They came out to the Donna half. They were at the finish line. That was incredible. Um, yeah. I Yeah, they had, yeah, a, I, they had a sign and everything. They did. They? Yeah. They get excited yeah. about it. I think I didn't I, have parents that did that either, but I think it's so cool to like, it's that you don't, you're not really teaching, teaching them outwardly. Mm-hmm. Let me finish and then it'll make sense. But you're not having to teach them about a goal. They're just watching right. it. You know, mm-hmm. they're just like watching it. Yes, you're teaching it through themselves, but I think it's just so cool to that your kids are just seeing mom wake up and practice something and then complete something. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's so cool for kids to see that. Yeah, I talk about that with Steph, with my wife all the time too. Like, especially like even if you don't meet your goal, like I remember when I did, oh, when I dropped out of the marathon in September. And I got home, Jojo was like, so the whole trip was kind of pointless then, wasn't it? (laughs) I was like, well, depends on how you look at it. But it also like, it's important that our kids see us like set goals and fail. Mm -hmm. And I especially think it's important for girls to see their moms and their dads, but especially their moms like doing stuff that is only for like for them. Like, not that it's only for you, but like it's your goal, your time, your effort. And like, I, f- I feel like that's important to see their mom like taking care of herself like that. Yeah, yeah for I sure. Agree with that. 
So, Kristen, just so that we know, um, we just talked about you running a PR at Donna this mm-hmm. year. What was your first Donna? What time did you run? One fifty-six. Okay, and then what was this one? One thirty-four. I don't remember what the seconds were. It was one thirty-four. Yes. One thirty-four fifty-seven or something. Yeah. I think fifty-three. But... I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the yeah. supporting her. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a pretty big jump. I mean, have you, how many other halves have you done? I think it's only been the two, right? No, I've done a few. No, she did okay. some mocha. And they she were all bad. And oh, died. Really? Yeah. So, I but everybody who did Tomoka so, last think, year died. But I think this one was so big in the sense that, like, you were so unsure of what you could do because you had gained so much fitness mm-hmm. from this season and it's kind of like what do you do and then you you said like you like when I'm doing a half I feel like death from the first 5k and you felt pretty strong I mean yes I know it got hard the last couple of miles but if it only was hard you know hurting the last couple of miles you're doing pretty well if you're racing a half marathon mm-hmm. so I think that that's she you kept saying to us like you're not really good at long distance yeah. and it was one of those things where we were like can't say that because you haven't done it in this fitness and then you ended up being very good at it yeah that surprised me for sure and I just I was intimidated by that distance because I had no idea what to go out at what could I hold on to Jacob screenshot like 72 of my runs to me at what paces I did so that he could try to (laughs) encourage me to be aggressive but I just didn't know so even when I lined up people were like what are you doing today and I was like I do not know (laughs) I do not know. You know who taught me to do that? One of the McRae's. Mm-hmm. The the woman McRae. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can run a marathon. And she, she probably had them all memorized. I know. I'll take time. <laughs> but I was just, Kristen was saying, like, how intimidating that half marathon was. And we were like, if you do 10 miles on a Monday, nine out of 10 Mondays. Well, that's what, when you guys were talking to me about it, I was kind of, just everybody knows one third, what she ran is about a 7.15 pace, 7.18, something like that. But it's, you know, I was thinking in my mind, like, you're definitely going to run 7.30. Like, that's not even, like, questionable to me. But I also oh, yeah. respect when someone hasn't done it that it's, it is a scary goal. And sometimes, mm-hmm. like, you have to, Sometimes you have to work down those mm-hmm. minutes, you know, because it's, it's scary to go out at, you know, if we told you to go out at 7.15. I'd have been like, no, made, no way. I would have been like, I can't go for a 15 minute PR. Like that would be so silly. Right. It's like you have to, it's like this, it's like getting comfortable with those times. But that's what's been so fun to watch you because just for people listening, it was like she, she ran like a. 2050 we would all be predicting on our runs what you were gonna run the next 5k and she was like on the side dancing and it was like 2050 then 2040 and then 2030 and i remember ryan or someone was like well we were projecting what you were gonna run they're like i don't know that she's gonna pr this time like you don't you don't pr like four times in a row and then it was like 2010 and then 1950 and we were like what is happening it was so i have a funny story about that so in the group text with Jacob and Evan, you remember before the Bailey's 5k, I was like getting hyped and throwing out all my goals. And I was like, I'm going to go for sub 20. That was a typo. I meant I'm going to go for sub 21. Um, but I, I ended up just leaving it. Cause I was like, you know what, maybe I will go for sub 20. I was just feeling uh, really aggressive and really like 
limitless. I was just in that mindset. And I didn't get it that race, but I did have a big PR. Um, I didn't get under 20 that race, but I did have a big PR. And then two races later, I got under 20. But under 20 really wasn't on my radar for a while. <laughs> but I feel like you went under 21 to under 20 very yes. quick. Within two races, I feel like. Well, I think one of the things that's <clears throat> happened to you too is Paul calls this thing. What do you call it, Paul, when you like – say I'm the fastest in our group and then the next girl's the fastest and then the next girl's. So you always feel like you're the pecking mm-hmm. order, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, it's almost like, say you run with these same three people. And I say this for anybody that's in a group, cause I think it can happen in any running situation, but it's kind of like, say you and I are running together all the time and we're training partners all the time. And I'm like, quote, faster mm-hmm. than you. And then all of a sudden you really kind of get faster than me, but it's like you plan, but I'm supposed to stay behind Lydia because mm-hmm is the fastest it's almost like you have to have the confidence to to go around and I think that's kind of what you did is like you're running with these people and you're kind of like mm-hmm. you know my friend Katie Fackler was like that with me she used to always be behind me and I'm like Katie you're faster than me like come like and then she started like getting in front of me in the workouts but I think that's kind of what I've seen you do is like you've been just kind of like well I'm gonna run with Evan today, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna run with these guys today maybe I'll pack on to Lydia and these guys and I think that gives you that confidence that like, Oh, I didn't know I could do that. For sure. It takes a lot of confidence to do that too, though, because I don't know that that's a hard thing to do for sure. But, but yes, I even feel that way in races now. Like I'll see someone ahead of me that I used to feel like, Oh my gosh, I will never be able to catch them in a race. And I'm like, I think I'm going to pass them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That happens to me in races. I get the like, Ooh, I don't know if I'm, it's like, if I'm up here by her, I'm running too yeah. fast, but it's like, but I'm up here by her. So I'm not running. Too right. Fast. You know, like it happened to her in the half. <laughs> What'd you say, Jacob? I said it happened to her in the half marathon. I think. Yeah. Are right? you talking to me or Lydia? Me? Yeah, to you. Yeah. It happened to me. Were you to who? Like, I'm not I mean, you don't want <laughs> yeah, to say no. to me. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I, that race was so incredible. Like I. I had the race of my life on many different levels, like physically, mentally, all the things. I just went out based on like what felt good. And my first mile was like 728. And I was like, shoot, like, I hope this isn't a bad choice. But my body kept wanting to go faster. And I was like, don't do this yet. Don't do this yet. And I just told myself, once I hit six, I'm just going to let my body do what it wants to do. And I did. So after six, I think I ran a 7.01 for like every mile after that. What mile did I catch up with you? And I was like, what pace are you going? And I was like, 7.03. That was like mile 10. (laughs) And then I almost hit like 12 people. (laughs) That is so true. And I was laughing at you. On my bike too. On my bike. (laughs) Yeah. With the squeaky brakes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like I like cheered loud and I ran away, and you might have yelled an expletive at me down the street. I left that race feeling like I want to take another fifteen minutes off my half, and I know that is a massive, massive goal. But I just felt that good about it, and I just felt like I could do it. So, so you need to drop down to a six oh six oh six mile. <laughs> I just had an incredible race. It just felt great. Yeah. On every level. But I mean, that's the thing. Like, you have to believe you can do it. No, I think that like the fact, like you have to, you have to think you can do it. Yeah. And you have to be hungry for more, I think. So Kristen, yeah. 
what do you think, like, how do you, th- I know we talked about this a little bit before about the strength training, but I just want to hit it again. Cause I think it's such a big piece of your puzzle. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit, like how often you do it. Like, do you do it every day? I mean, I know obviously people aren't like Kristen's been doing this a long time. Yeah. So obviously we're not going to all be able to do what she does, but kind of how do you, I know like when I've talked to you in the past, you've struggled a little bit with like, I love the gym so much, but I don't want to give mm-hmm. it up. And, you know, I love running. So you've been kind of trying to find that, like that balance. Like, do you feel like you've kind of figured it out now? Um, Cause I think that's, I think that's been the key to your success. I think so too. Um, there are so many factors that go into that. So when I first was eager to make progress running, I was like, I feel like I need to not go to the gym as much. Like I felt like I had to pick which one was more important to me. And I was really struggling with that internally because I loved them both and I wanted to excel in them both. I didn't want to just do one for the sake of the other. I wanted to excel in both. So I just kind of kept going and hoping that I would just find a balance. Um, A lot has changed in my personal life that has made it possible for me to do both because that would be the most difficult part um, is the time commitment. Because if I run 10 miles in the morning, that's all I can do in the morning. And then I've got to either go to the gym on my lunch break or in the evenings. I have a family. That's a lot of time commitment. Um, So that's where the struggle is. But I'm working full time this year. My aunt helps me with my girls. So there's a lot of logistics that are allowing me to get to the gym more. But I usually go three to four times a week. It's a lot different too when your kids are oh. older. Yeah, when your kids like you don't feel guilty like leaving them at home with um, their dad because they're not completely terrorizing. Yeah, yeah, and they're gonna do the same thing whether I'm yeah. here or not. They're gonna be playing Barbies or whatever. So yeah, my season of life has changed. A lot of factors go into that. Uh, used to, I could not have run 45 miles a week and done the gym four days a week, but I'm in a season now that that works. And that's where I think some of your happiness comes from. Yes. I think you struggling with those things was making you kind of, it was for sure. Well, I felt like when I woke up in the morning, I had to pick, was I going to go to the gym today or run? And I wanted to do both. And you want to be good at both. So that was hard. That was hard. So this season has been a sweet spot and I can't say it'll stay that way because kids schedules are crazy and, and busy. Um, but I am enjoying this season for sure for that reason. So what would you say is, and it doesn't have to be your next big goal, but like, what's a, what's a kind of a big goal you have? It doesn't have to be a time, but like, what's a something in running that you would excite you to get what's your next moonshot i don't know i love the 5k and uh jacob and i had a discussion about this this week because i said the 5k pr to me in my personal Kristen Wojak's opinion is the most impressive pr the 5k and i know he thinks it's the marathon which is fine you can have that opinion i don't think it's a- i might my favorite I may PR, think that after I run the marathon. My, my, 5K. my 5K PR is my favorite. The 5K, the adrenaline you get in the last 400 of a 5K is just really yeah, fun. That's because me, when you you're know? doing the marathon, you're, all the adrenaline is expelled because it's so much harder. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jacob hasn't been able to run a very good 5K. Oh. I'm just kidding. But he can. 
Take us on the struggle bus. But. Um, my next moonshot, I don't know. I would like to break 19 in the 5K. I think I can. How can I love that. that? This year? I, I think I can do that. Too. There's so many in the spring. Sure. I think I can do it. What, what uh, pace is that? Six. 607. Well, six minute pace is. Um, 606. 607. 1845. Yeah. 607. So that's a big goal. I mean, I think I did one mile repeat Great at that, goal. but I'll get there. That That's my next big goal, I think. I don't do mile, mile repeats at No, you yeah. don't. Your 5Ks are always so terrifying to me. In a good way. In a good way. I don't, I can't train. I can't train like that, though. That's why you, it's like all the training strings together to be able to come have a good race. You know, it doesn't have, it's not like you need to do 535 for a final What else do you want to say, K-Dub, to our droves of listeners? Which person that you're talking to is your favorite out of the three of us? I don't have favorites. You don't have to, you don't have to say that. I know who Lydia's favorite is. (laughs) Me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Kristen, where you at? Where you at? I'm the nicest person. <laughs> Paul, what's your favorite? 5K or marathon? What do you think is the most Yeah, impressive? what's the most impressive? You have to use impressive? the word impressive, not the hardest. That's what Jacob keeps saying. Your 5K is your most impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely my best, probably my best event in terms of Pure, uh, Were you PR. most proud of that one? Um, like when somebody's like, show me your PR spread, which one do you want to be like, look at this one? I think my half marathon is the one that I am most proud of, which is 64.05. What so, do you, but in general, what do yeah. you think is the most impressive? Like what's the hardest, five, what's the hardest PR? I can retract get? my statement a little bit. I mean, I can tell you this. This is how I feel about it, right? And I've been thinking about this after I <laughs> talking about it. But um, I think it's yeah. different for every single person, depending on how, you know, their genetic makeup, whether they're more speed-based or endurance-based. I think for someone like Jacob, <laughs> he... Not stronger than anything. The harder... <laughs> no, I'm just saying, the harder distance for you is probably going to be the longer stuff and that's oh, going to okay. be mean more to you whereas someone like Kristen who um the harder stuff is the longer stuff is harder but you will get more satisfaction out of the short stuff you like you're going to have far more chance of beating a sh- huge ton of people in a 5k and a sprint finish that last 200 than you would yeah. in a marathon well and i also think i just thought about this i also think the 5k for a non-elite like i know the professionals are different but for us that are just out running to do our best like a 5k feels more yeah. competitive like you feel more gutsy like you feel like if you're going and doing a, a marathon it's almost like a time trial right like well you're, you're by yourself like, or you're by yourself, you're lollygagging. I mean, you're not lollygagging, you're going fast, but like, whatever. The 5K can make you feel that like animal yes. feeling where you're like, ah, adrenaline. Coming out of my That's why I said what yes. I said yesterday. The guys are asking if I would ever do a marathon. And I don't think they liked my answer, but my answer was 
I will do a marathon when I feel like I can be competitive in the range I want to be competitive in. I'm not going to run it just to check it off a bucket list. We loved list. that answer. Like, I want to, I, I want to enjoy it like a race. You know, that's yeah, how I, I feel the same way, Kristen. It's why I like smaller races because I feel like in a big race, like I said earlier, I'm watching the race happen around me. I like to feel like like call it a big fish in a little pond. I don't care. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I like. I like to go feel like I'm racing for something. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, I want to yeah. try to be like competitive. Like that's what I get off on. And I think you're yes. saying the same thing. It's like, I don't want to just, just be like, out there running forever and ever and ever just to be like, yes, personal goal. I did a marathon. That's just not me. Excellent for people yeah, that yeah. set goals I like that. that I want to feel super competitive with a range of athletes that I want to be competitive with. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think here is my perspective that when you're thinking about the 5K and the marathon, the 5K doesn't break you, right? That's why I like it. Nobody's writing. You can go right back. Nobody's writing essays about how the 5K owes you nothing. So I just think I don't want it to be misunderstood. I don't respect the 5K. Maybe I'm saying that because I haven't had an excellent one. I don't know. I haven't had it. Doesn't matter. I just the marathon is just a, a big, bigger mountain to me. But Jacob, I will say, and we are not getting into the arguments. But like most, the average person does watch the marathon, yeah. right? That's just like the people sport because a lot more people do them. A lot more but people do marathons you, than five like, kids. Okay. Just like in, like they watch them, they like, like think it's, it's like, okay. you know, they glamorize them, right? But I am, and Paul and I are nerds. Like we follow everything running. I can tell you what every professional ran last week at the yeah. Milrose and the week before and the week before. Like I'm obsessed with the sport. And so most people don't watch track, right? They don't watch track meets on the weekend. But you see these men running 12, 35. It's just okay, as impressive okay. as what Ella Kipchoge is doing. My More perspective people know about Kipchoge. Can shift. <laughs> Lydia and I are I'm just giving some credit to those. We are demonstrating guys. how dominant we are right now and our leadership skills. See how you're wow. following? Lydia's Lydia's <laughs> Lydia's perspective um, helped a little bit. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying, like, I'm just giving credit to those guys. I'm going to delete this part because I don't want to make it sound like I'm not giving credit to those people. <laughs> I I may do a marathon one day and come back and say I was completely wrong, but that's how I feel today. I mean, it's a different, I always say this too, yeah. it's a different type of hurt too. Mm-hmm. Like a 5K, you know it's over in 3.1 Actually, miles. you know what? This and is what I think we said. The 5K is the most athletic. That's what we said and you didn't mm. like it. Oh, that's not true. That's yeah, not true. I, I don't know whether that's true. <laughs> I think that for sure. I 1,000% agree with I that. I don't think that's true. But you know, like ultra runners laugh at marathoners and are like, I do that like to warm up for my race. So I think it's just like, but then I would say, what well, you're running I... so slow. You know, it's like you could always go. <laughs> Maybe just like a different kind of athleticism. Man, this is a controversial This is a controversial. I like the way 5Kers here. look. Like they're usually muscular. <laughs> I don't know. No, Marathoners that usually have a different okay. build. I don't know. I'm gonna put. In oh, Lydia, what are you gonna put in the show notes? 5K. 
I'm going to put in the show notes the 5K world record. What is it? Nobody knows. I know what it is. is. It's Joshua Cheptegei. And what's the time? And it's 1234. It's it's basically 61, 60 60 second laps, 60 points. Come at me, bro. It might be 1235, but it's one of those. What pace is that? Um, I don't know. Elliot Kipchoge's second. 60 seconds per lap. It's basically basically 401 back to back. And then just maintain to the finish. But that's what I'm saying. And they do this like it's you watch them and it's like there is something animal like. It's so crazy how fast they go. Like when we watch that guy run 347 in the mile, I'm like, that's the hardest event. I mean. So, Kristen, you you watched the mile, that mile on TV, right? Uh, I had it on. I don't remember about the okay. mile. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Why? Because okay. I think you... I think even on TV doesn't do it justice. I think if you were able to see this guy mm-hmm. just look so effortless and then completely drop everyone and win by two seconds in the last 200 meters, you would be like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. The miles are most impressive. Yeah. 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 So anyway, just my two cents. They're all impressive. Running is impressive yeah. in general. Yeah. Well, we've been on for like 42 minutes already. So, you know, we um, thank you for giving us part of your Friday. Yeah. Thank you guys for you're awesome. inviting me. And and now that we know you're want to break 19. Yeah, let's do it. Mean, Lydia, nobody can hear track. you. I know. Nobody can hear you, Lydia. Did Evan talk to you about She's going to. the workout with us tomorrow? She is. No, I don't know yet. <laughs> He did talk to me, but I don't know that. All right, peace out. Bye. Bye. See y'all tomorrow. Peace out. Bye. Okay, so thanks again to Kristen for joining us. She's um, She's got a good perspective. And thanks to our newest and only sponsor right now but i mean it's it's good that we finally have one zuma uh women's race series make sure you check out their link in our show notes and remember prs 2023 if you want 20% off any of their races coming up so thanks again for listening everyone see ya